And here we go. We are back. We are still here at the McCall Zone. We are here. Come by. People have been stopping by, saying hi. We're right in the middle here near Prism, checking out the AR VR headsets. We're surrounded by amazing technology, but what we're also surrounded by is amazing people. And I am excited to welcome in Les Fisher for the first time we get a chance to meet. And welcome to the Stronger Together podcast in McCall. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And hi, everyone that might be listening to this. Wonderful. So for those of for those out there who are watching or listening who don't know you or your work, share a little bit about what you do in the work that you do in our space. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, if uh, any educator is watching this right now, thank you for being an educator. Uh, I think it's an absolutely glorious calling. So thank you for all the work you do. My name is Leslie Fisher, based out of Southern California, and actually tomorrow is going to mark my 26th anniversary of supporting educators. And the ways that I support an educator is I've did a lot of webinars during COVID. I continue to do webinars. I do presentations, uh, for example, at conferences like this at McCall. And I've done that on a local, nationwide, worldwide level. And I absolutely adore the chance to support educators. I was actually never an educator in a classroom. Uh, I worked at Apple when I was in college and that sales rep ended up going to K-12 and I ended up following her in my professional career. And all I've ever done is chat with educators. And the other interesting thing about me is I'm a struggling learner, a little bit dyslexic. I have a vision disorder. And so a lot of times that when I talk to an educator, when I'm presenting, I talk to them from the idea of what are easy to use, engaging technology that the likes of me, the struggling learners in their classroom can use. And, and I think, first of all, thank you for sharing that. I think, you know, a lot of times in our profession, we don't bring up some areas that we struggle with or that are a gap in our own performance. And I think as we continue to grow, we're finding that empowering. So I want to thank you for that. And for those out there who are, who are listening, how, what advice would you give for them to start to overcome or name some of their own struggles? Uh, the first thing I say is admit it. Honestly, and it took me a very long time. Well, first of all, I didn't even realize how much I struggled until I was in college, until I started actually getting tested for these things that I realized that I was struggling. And then once I realized I could admit it, I would find other people that might be struggling with the same thing or support the likes of me. And I began to find solutions. And this is one of the reasons I love also technology so much is there's so many things that I can use, for example, like immersive reader that help me with how I struggle. And the other thing I'll say, this is a newer thing, ChatGPT. Yeah. This has been my friend. I struggle with words, and I use ChatGPT as a framework. And I had it redesign a bunch of my topics on my website. I had it help me with all these little things that normally take me ages. And coming into this conference, I was able to spend more focus on my presentations because I wasn't hurting myself as much working on things like descriptors. I had ChatGPT as a framework, and that made such a difference for me. So I want to make sure that as educators enter what I call the snow globe moment, (laughs) because we are in a snow globe right now. This is such a transformative moment right now, ChatGPT. And we're all like waiting for it to settle down. Keep in mind the things that they struggle with. Keep in mind the things that students struggle with. And understand that things like ChatGPT can help all of us in an area we may struggle with. And, and as a current school and a district administrator, 
some schools are moving away from because they think it's cheating or they yep. think that so what is your yeah. thought on that for someone well, engrossed in the work like you i i don't want to age you or age me but were you in school when you had a red squiddle under a word i was in school when there was typewriters so i took typing as a, in so, high school <laughs> so were you cheating when you moved to a computer and used Mavis bacon, bacon right bacon? were you cheating when there was a red squiggly under a misspelled word didn't right. you learn how to spell the word? Right. When ChatGPT gives me output, aren't I learning from that output and then I can apply it elsewhere down the line? And I just look at this and I say, no, it's not cheating. But at the same time, those rules haven't been defined just yet. Yeah. Educators are obviously our educators. They're our brains. They're the ones who teach us how to teach. This is new to them. It's the snow globe. And I cannot wait as educators learn things like ChatGPT a little bit more, how they put their professionalism and their awesomeness on it, and how they talk about how they're going to teach with it. Awesome. So I'll have to say the first time I saw you and your work, you're with my friend Steve Dembo, or no, um, Adam Bello. Sorry, yeah. Adam Bello at FETC. Yeah. And both of them are friends, but you were the Adam Bello. Yeah. Um, and the work you're doing to close that uh, show. I just had Jen Wambold on yeah. here. Yeah. So what I always like, and I'd love for you to share, is you do a lot of collaboration for someone who does lead individual professional development, for somebody who's a leader in the space. You also do a lot with others. Yeah. So how you model that collaboration. What are some right. of those collaborations that you cherish? Well, thank you for asking the question, because I believe every person that supports an educator should hope that if they are a presenter, their fellow presenters or a vendor, their fellow vendors are doing their best work. Because aren't we all here for the educator? Right. I want nothing but quality. That's all I want. I want the presenter next to me to be even better than me, because that's going to help the educator. And that's all I hope for. So when I find someone that won't even have, I'd say, the same mindset, but because I was never the teacher in the classroom, mm -hmm. very much nuts and bolts. Here's how you use this. Here's how you use that. Here's an engaging idea. I have no right to tell the teacher how to teach with the item. I bring in a teacher. Well, all of a sudden, that's a beautiful collaboration. <laughs> right. Because that teacher is adding their teacher voice to it. So. If I like someone and I like how they deliver content and they're kind to educators, <laughs> I'm going to probably want to collaborate with them. And if I take that to an extra layer, I love how a lot of these companies are beginning to collaborate with each other as well because it helps the product. And when it helps the product, it helps the educator. And then the student. Absolutely. Like I said, Jen Wambold, who's the conference chair of FETC, yeah. she was on right before you. Yeah. And I think it's that learning from each other. Yeah. And, and it was funny, off air, she was saying some of the things she's saying. Sonny, you're going to, like Mark walking right by right oh, now. Oh, there he is. About this topic. Come on in. So we're talking about how conferences even collaborate with each other to make sure that the quality of the product. Yeah, is I said that Jen Wambold was just on before yeah. Leslie yeah, came on. And here. I was saying that all of us should collaborate because it then upgrades all of us and that upgrades the educator. And you do a beautiful job of that. Oh, that's good. So that is a they get to, A lot of big conferences get together every keep week going, and going. they chat. So, and I love that. Yeah, and I think that's just important for the, the growth of the profession, the growth of, of our lane of speaking and, and doing different things. And doesn't that get back to the idea of just quote unquote admitting it? Like I know right. there's certain things I do well, but there's certain things I don't do well. 
So if I find someone that I respect that does something better than me, why shouldn't I be able to ask them questions to upgrade me? And then they can ask questions that can hopefully upgrade them. And then in the process, we get to upgrade whoever the heck we support. Absolutely. So you have a laundry list of sessions here yes. at McCall. Yeah. You're about halfway done, but you have yeah. one today at four o'clock about Ed Puzzle. Yep. We'll talk about that. And then you have three tomorrow about gadgets, Wakelet, and leftovers with Leslie. Yeah. So for those who haven't had a chance to attend your sessions yet, can you share a little bit about those? Yeah, well, Edpuzzle is entire deep dive into Edpuzzle, all the nuts and bolts of it. How does it work? Uh, all those good things. Gadgets um, is a presentation I've been presenting for my entire career. And that one is just a off the wall, not much ed tech, but more overall, it's designed to make educators laugh kind of presentation. And that is that room is usually packed and it's a blast. Wakelet is the same thing. It's learning all about Wakelet. If you're looking for a good way to tell a story that inform that includes multiple forms of media, it's Wakelet. And I'm going to show that. And then the interesting thing is Leftovers with Leslie is a session that is all the things that I ran out of time and wasn't able to show <laughs> in one ending. And I didn't know that it was going to be like a choose your closing. So there's two closings events and I'm one of them and I'm showing Leftovers. So I'm going to add a couple things that I wasn't even planning to show to make sure it, the whole thing isn't leftover. But I got to say, that's a super popular session because no one knows what the heck I'm going to mention. And it's a little bit of everything. So the, the room's usually pretty full for that, which is great. Wonderful. Well, thank you with your incredibly so busy welcome. schedule to, to come by. I know people are waiting for you. We're being pulled. But the last question I always ask, and you model it in everything you do, is what does Stronger Together mean to you? Well, we just talked about it the whole time. It's making sure that we lift each other up and that if we see if someone's deficient in something and they want to say that they're deficient in it, that if you feel you can help them, that you help them. Because if we all work together, we upgrade each other. And that's the most important thing. And then I'm going to add another layer of that. I do think a big part of being stronger is being kinder. And I think that I would hear all the time, lead with kindness. And that's one of the things as I go down this path more and more and I see certain things, the, it just pushes me more and more to simply be kind and to be honest to those around me, knowing that it will help them. Well, thank you. What a, what a great message to, to, to wrap this up on. If you don't follow Leslie, her Twitter handle is below. The website is scrolling. Make sure to check out all her good work. And I want to thank you for your thank contribution, you. not only to this conference, but to our field as well. I appreciate it. It's a, like I said, it's an absolute honor and a pleasure. If an educator says that I've helped them, that's stuff that just warms my heart. So thank you. Well, wonder. Well, have a great rest of the day. You as and, well. Thank and tomorrow you. Tomorrow as well. Thank you. You as well. Thank you, everyone. Mwah. <laughs>